This is the Show It Off podcast, where we are shamelessly and unapologetically confident. I am your host, Sarah Fayshoff, confidence coach, yoga and meditation teacher, and founding director of Miracle Girls Youth Program for Building Self-Esteem in Tween and Teen Girls. This podcast is to support you on your journey to radical self-love, letting go of fears and limiting mindset while being the most bold and authentic you have ever been. To get a free video on how to meditate for confidence and more self-esteem building guidance, go to sarahfayshoff.com. Today is episode number 13. Nine Steps to Shameless Sexuality. Nine Steps to Shameless Sexuality. I believe that sex, more than any other topic, has been a source of shaming. Also, sex is just as natural as giving birth to babies. So it's time we make the choice and set the intention to be free from shame around our sexuality and move forward in it with a, with real self-love and confidence. But after generations of sexual shaming, how do we set ourselves free? Today, I'm going to share with you nine real tools you can start doing right now to be shameless and confident in your sexuality. Number one, it starts before having sex. Establish a non-sexual connection with your partner before having sex. So this has to do with connecting from your minds and connecting from your heart space. And if your sex is based purely on physical attraction or your horniness, then you're bypassing any opportunity for a deeper connection with your partner. So it's really helpful in my opinion before going into any sex act with your the person that you're dating or your partner or whoever we're talking about if you first establish this non-sexual connection and that comes from spending time with them so no like having sex on the first date if um, this is what you want. like I'm not saying don't have sex on the first date if that's what you want to do, but I'm saying that if you want to really, really deeply be free of shame in your sexuality, that first establishing this non-sexual connection with your partner really makes a big difference and it can't be done quickly. It takes a little bit of time. And it takes the intention of both partners. So connecting on a, on a mental level, um, sharing what you think and um, just your, your opinions about things, you know, communicating, conversating, and then connecting um, on a heart, in a heart space so that you genuinely care about the person that you're going to have sex with on some level and that you you feel them from your heart like you um you want the best for them you you like make an effort you're happy to make an effort for their like pleasure and their happiness because you like have made this connection on a deeper level with them and i think it can be really easy 
to just like go around like choosing sexual partners based on like physical attractiveness but that is you know might turn you on for a moment like initially but it's not going to give you like a more a, a deeper more meaningful connection with your partner so if this is what you're looking for for to truly be cracked open free and shameless in your sexuality then this is a really important first step number two is communication with your partner Um, there has to be freedom to express your fantasies your fears your needs your concerns and your desires with your partner And you can have the desire to communicate these, but it's a two-way road. So, you know, your partner has to be on board with this for it to work. And, you know, if you're just getting to, like, say your partner's a new partner and you're just getting to know them and deciding for yourself if you're going to be able to safely and openly express this and have a foundation of communication how do you know if they're really listening and how if they're really like able and willing to communicate with you well look for active listening cues you know are they making eye contact are they you know nodding are they present um read their body language and and learning how to read your partner's body language early on will also help during sex that you like you know listen to those nonverbal cues will make your sex so much more pleasurable So that starts before you even have sex in your communication. And um, and notice if when you speak to your partner about anything really, are they um, responding or are they reacting? So if someone reacts, that means that they're like a knee-jerk reaction, like maybe it's um, overboard or emotional or just a big feeling. Um, And they're just like, spitting that out at you responding is like listening digesting what you said and then slowly responding like giving um, a chance for that to process and then mindfully um, retorting so that makes a big difference because if you are establishing your communication with them on a verbal level then the non-verbal communication during sex is going to be so much more powerful which plays a huge role in you being able to open up which has everything to do with feeling shameless so i'm going to take a quick break for the sponsor and when we come back i'll start on number three of uh and and the rest of the list of things that you can do for a non for shameless and um, extra confident sexuality. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. And we're on number three of my top nine steps to shameless sexuality. So number three is um, it's important that your partner is non-judgmental. If you have a judgmental partner, there is no way you're going to be able to feel free and shameless and confident in your sexuality. This is established during the early dates. You know, test the waters. See, you know, how they respond or if they react to your unique or non-conventional ideas. And um, a part of this is set as you lay down the communication fa- fa- factor or foundation, excuse me, which I talked about in number two, 
But, you know, use this time to say like, you know what really turns me on? And then share that with your partner, like before you even have sex and like see how they react. You know, let it be something that's like kind of uniquely you and maybe not so um, widely accepted. Like it's pretty basic that everybody accepts kissing as a general turn on. So maybe not something like that, but maybe something different like, um, you know, I don't know. I mean... It's the, the list is infinite of things that could be non-conventional that would turn somebody on. And, and I don't want to really say a suggestion because I, I don't want to like, like lead you in a certain direction. I want you to really like tap within, tap deep to find like without judging yourself also, like what turns you on sexually? Like what ignites your fire really? And share that with your partner and see how they react. And if they're listening and they're non-judgmental, then chances are that when you're in the midst of a sex of sex acts, then they're going to be non-judgmental there as well. So number four, it's um, it's about reframing how we talk about sex. So. It's really common that people say like, oh, you're so naughty or, oh, this is so bad or you're so bad, like when it comes to someone being sexual, right? And what if we just stop saying that? I feel that if we use that, like even like if it's tongue in cheek, that it's creating um, just this feeling around it that it's wrong, that sex is wrong, that your sexuality is wrong. Um, we're taught very, very young, like that it's bad to be naughty. And if you're bad, you're going to be punished. And, you know, maybe that's part of your sexual fire and that's fine. But that's like in role play. When you're like genuinely how you feel about your sex, like even if you're just talking to yourself, like try not to use the words um, bad or naughty, but literally just change them to like perfect, good, right. Oh, it's so right. You know, like, oh, that's so wrong. No, it's so right. And it is like when you like hit the bullseye sexually, it's so right. So just like reframing um, the wording around your sex acts, your sex feelings, your sexual intentions. It's not bad. It's divine. It's right. It's perfect. It makes a big difference how we think and how we feel like are very, very deeply connected. Okay. Number five, um, have deeper and more meaningful sex. So we've established that you're like connected with your partner in a non-sexual way. And that's why step number one is so important because you're not going to be able to do step number five unless you did step number one. Connecting um, with your partner in a non-sexual way, meaning like with their mind and or heart, connecting with them on that level is going to make it possible for you to have deeper or more meaningful sex. So once you've established that connection, like how do you move forward for having deeper and more meaningful sex? I would suggest starting off with breathing with your partner. And that simply means just matching your breath. So you're, you can do this by sitting back to back. You could do it lying down chest to chest, um, just sitting there next to each other holding hands, but you're breathing um, either. There's two ways to do it, and I've played with both, and I find them both just very powerful. One is that you both breathe in and breathe out at the same time, 
And the other is that like when he breathes out, she breathes in. And when she breathes out, he breathes in, you know. So for me, I feel like this one's a little more potent because it establishes this like um, kind of like an infant. I imagine like an infinity sign of this just like in and out, ebb and flow, to and fro. Like it's really beautiful. Number um, B of part five is follow body cues. So we talked about this earlier when you're like establishing communication with your partner, you're learning how to read their body cues. And this is really important during sex acts because like say your partner like pulls back a little bit or tenses up or tightens or turns the shoulder or looks away. Like these are signs that he or she is not like opening up or enjoying what you're doing. So, um, you know, melting, the body melting, the muscles softening, the eye contact, the pupils dilating, the legs falling open, the head falling back, um, vocal cues like, you know, moaning and, and um, just um, announcing pleasure and joy, um, you know, really those are powerful body cues for having a deep and meaningful sexual experience with your partner. And you really have to tune into them to do that. And if you're just focusing on your own pleasure and you're not focusing on connecting and going deep with your partner, then you're going to yeah, you might have a few orgasms, but you're you're also going to miss out on like the more powerful experience, which I mean, to me, I really believe this, that if you go deep and it is powerful, that you are like, like those things don't fit in the same room as shame. You just, you, they just can't coincide. So, okay. So number letter C of that is, or part C, I don't know how to say this, sorry, but it's let go of the performance in sex and be authentic. So I've talked about before about how I'm not a huge fan of porn. I'm like, actually don't like it at all. And, um, even though like I'm totally, you know, just celebrate people, um, like embracing what they like, like just on a personal level, my preference is that I don't like porn. And one of the reasons why is because I feel like it perpetuates a performance factor in sex. And if you're performing during sex and trying to like look a certain way or act a certain way, then you're not being authentic. And trust me, like if you like look weird or you know you sound weird but you're being authentic it's so much sexier so much hotter if um than than looking perfect or sounding perfect like sounding like a porn star for instance or looking like your body's like arched back or whatever in a certain way like that's there's a place for that but as long as you're being authentic in that that's how you have like a deeper more meaningful sexual experience it's just truly being authentic like it's okay if you like drool or like snot comes out or your hair's everywhere or like you know like it really doesn't matter like it's kind of like like if you get into this like limited limitless um place of your sexuality then um you're able to go deep when you're able to go deep you're able to be shameless Okay, part D of that is, yeah, I think I just mentioned this, like, but actually even deeper. It's like, let whatever comes up flow. So that's more than just like bodily functions, but 
Um, if you feel like crying, cry. If you want to laugh, laugh. Like personally, I laugh a lot during sex because my body's open and I'm joyful and like a laugh is just what comes out and that's okay. Like let the tears flow, like laugh, like it's, you can get mad, like whatever comes up, just don't hold it back. Um, part E for deeper, more meaningful sex is eye contact. And it can be like pretty normal to just like um, either avoid eye contact or have brief eye contact with your partner while you're having sex. And I think this is mostly because it's just like really, really intense to um, make and maintain eye contact with your partner. Like um, my like experiences, like from a woman's point of view, like if, you know, the person that you're making love to is inside of your body and then you're looking at them and keeping that eye contact like it can be kind of an overwhelming experience and it's in such a great way so you know keeping um making and keeping eye contact is kind of a gargantuan one and for deeper and more meaningful sex and lastly like sobriety i mean i'm like you know, having a little like cocktail or a couple drinks or, um, you know, a little puff of the ganja or something like that. I think that's totally fine and can be healthy and beautiful in sex. But if you're like wasted, obviously like you're not going to have, um, a potent or meaningful experience. And even that can even go for just having like one too many drinks. So, um, or being completely sober, I feel like that just makes it more, um, I don't know, more meaningful, like brighter, more cognitive, like more um, clear. It just makes it clear. And clarity is very beautiful. Number six, let yourself go during sex. And you'll only be able to do this if you do the first five steps. So, you know, don't skip down to number six. And how do you let yourself go during sex? Like other than what I already established, which is like having deeper, more meaningful sex, like letting go of the idea that it's naughty, having a non-judgmental partner, communicating, like having strong communication and establishing a a non-sexual connection with your partner. Um, all of those come first, but after you've done that, like, what do you do next in order to let go during sex? Um, and I'd say that's, um, just to know that things you say, think, want, or do during sex doesn't mean that's who you are. It just means that's who you are right now, you know? So you might like have this like fantasy moment where you're like, oh my God, wouldn't it be cool if... I don't know, say like, you know, we invited another person in here right now, or if we filmed this, or I don't know, whatever, like, you know, whatever might come up for you, like, you don't have to like, um, that's not like a forever thing necessarily, you know, maybe it's true, maybe it's super true, and that's like who you are, and that's what you want, really, but sometimes, oftentimes, I feel like it's just like what you're feeling in the moment, and that's okay, like it's part of letting yourself go, like wouldn't it be hot if dot dot dot, and that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to actually do it, so try not to judge yourself around like what you feel and what you want to express during sex, it doesn't mean that it's who you are, it doesn't mean that you're like, um, uh, polyamorous for instance because you had like this like excited you got excited over the prospect of having a third person in your in your room so that's an example of that also give your partner the freedom to express um 
what they want without getting into your head about it. Like they might say something like in the moment too. And like, just let them be free to express that and like, try not to, you know, hold it against them or take it personally. You know, they might just need to say something in that moment and that needs to be okay. Um, cause that's how you let it go. Like you just have to open up, like sex can crack you open if you let it and you have to just roll with that and open up and there has to be safety in that for you to keep doing it. Okay. Number seven, this one's like hard to make just one piece of the podcast. Cause I know I could do a whole episode on this. Um, but instead of that, I'm going to touch on it and then I'm going to um, direct you to there actually already is an podcast episode on this subject um, that is not my podcast so I'm going to put you in that direction so number seven is educate yourself on what it means to be a sacred slut so I'm just going to touch on this deeply the sacred slut what does that mean Basically, it means using your sexuality to tap into your spirituality or using sex as a means to enlightenment. And I know that for some of you, this could sound like the craziest thing you've ever heard because it's been very, I'm sorry, I know there's airplanes flying over. That's so obnoxious, Um, but that's just where I'm recording today. I'm sorry. Maybe you can't even hear it. That'd be cool. So, but basically what that means, like the reason why that could sound so weird is because oftentimes spirituality is linked in with religion and oftentimes religion is kind of like anti-sexual sexuality and anti-sexual exploration. But that's, I'm not talking about religion here. I'm talking about your spirituality and that to me is your relationship with the divine. Um, you might have heard the expression, like, I know I've heard this before. It's like letting yourself open up so deeply during sex that you see God. Like, have you ever heard that? Like, I'm going to make you see God. And that's like what that means is that you're, you're so present in your sexual experience and you're so cracked open and you're just completely letting yourself go and you're connecting on this deep level with this other human who's a spirit, another spirit in a human form just like you and that you're completely tapping into your spirituality within that, like on that road, like within that vessel, it's not really a road. I mean, it's a journey, but it's like a container, like a safe container. It's really a beautiful thing. And being a sacred slut is really about loving and respecting yourself sexually and consciously choosing who you share your sexuality with. And a sacred slut embraces everything about herself, whether it's, or himself, whether it's dark or bright, it's part of you and you embrace it and you love yourself through it. That's very self-loving. And the sacred slut is proud to love sex. He or she loves sex and she's proud of that. So to go further in your knowledge, um, if this like piques your interest and you want to learn more, go to, I've talked about this podcast before on mine. It's the Authentic Sex Podcast. It's the very first episode and it's called The Sacred Slut. So listen to that and let your mind be blown. Okay, number eight is listen to your yoni because she's got things to say. So I don't know about penises. Maybe they talk to you as well. I really don't know. I just know um, 
about my own experience with my vagina or my yoni, I learned this from my dear sister friend, Alila Grace. She is the founder of Mahina Cup, which I've also talked about on this podcast before. You can um, learn more on her site, mahinacup.com. And she taught me this, and it's really, really true, that your yoni will talk to you. Your pussy will talk to you. And if you are engaging in sex that isn't at your highest vibration, she will get upset and she will tell you so. And that can look like UTIs, yeast infections, rashes, um, you know, and that even comes up with like non-sexual things, like if you're like engaging or interacting in any way like at work or like in any part of your life in a way that your yoni is trying to tell you something like she might get angry so it's really fascinating like i said go to mahinacup.com to learn more about that um but what i will say now on that subject is like just really don't settle when it comes to choosing your sexual partners be sure they are operating at the highest vibration possible And like, how do you do that, right? Like, how do you call in a high vibe sexual partner? And I learned to do this through prayer, manifesting and intention setting. So like, you know, just really stating to the universe, like I only invite um, a sexual partner of my highest vibration where he and I or she and I um, meet each other like in the highest spiritual, most like potent just high vibe way possible. Like if you call, if you like set that out into the universe and like that's what you order, um, like off the menu of your life then that is what will come and you just have to believe it and it will. It's so true. So, um, in the meantime, just listen to the messages your Yoni sends you because she knows she's all knowing. And number nine, the last, um, tool for, like really opening up and being confident and shameless in your sexuality is to be present. Are you noticing a theme here? Those of you who've been listening, it's pretty much being present um, helps with everything when it comes to self-love and um, confidence and, and really lots of areas, but this is what this podcast is about. So the past and the future are not your friends during sex. I think it can be really easy. I mean, I know from like a woman's point of view, um, we can really like, we're opening up to a partner, we're like falling for them, we're melting into them. It can be really easy to either like start going into the future, like, oh my God, I'm going to marry this person, like they're with them forever (laughs) or, or in a negative way and being like, oh my God, like I never want to lose this. Like don't go away. I don't want this to be gone. It like, you can't do anything about the future right now. You know, so just come back to the present moment. Notice how they taste, how they smell, like the temperature of the room, your heartbeat, how you're feeling. Are you sweaty? Are you cold? Are you tired? Are you like excited? Like just asking yourself these questions will help you to be present. And going into the past, like, oh, my ex used to do this or used to say that or his ex or how many this and like just no, don't let yourself go there because that's going to put a whole bunch of garbage all over your sexual experience. So just being in the present moment and drinking it in, that is going to be major and massive in having a shameless sex and being shameless in your sexuality. No matter you're having sex or not, just moving through your day, I want you to be shameless in your sexuality. 
So those are my nine steps, uh, nine tools, however you want to put it. I hope that this is helpful to you. If this brought up something for you, be it positive or negative, please let me know. You can email me at showitoffpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're listening to this on Anchor, you can push the leave a voicemail button and leave me a voicemail. You could also um, DM me on Instagram. My handle is Sarah Fayshoff. And I just got a um, Facebook page, the Show It Off podcast Facebook page. So please go on there and follow or like whatever they call it, that page, so we can form a community. I'm really loving when I get your guys' emails and messages and questions. I fully welcome them. But if we do it on Facebook, then we can like, it can form more of a community. And so um, if you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review and or rating this podcast. Please share this with one friend at least who you know could use a little more um, freedom in his or her sexuality who could be um, benefit from releasing um, his or herself from shame in their sexuality. And please go to sarahfayshoff.com and put your email in the little box there so I can stay connected with you. My online course really truly is coming out soon. I know I've said this before, but I'll tell you more about it in the next episode. I really had to refine it and improve it and um, gather a team to help me put it out into the world because I cannot do it on my own. So if you are interested in the um, Peacock School um, online course for building confidence. You want to make sure to put your email in on my website and then you will get the invitation to be a part of that. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of this community. I just um, love you guys so much and go ahead and show it off. Be shameless. Show it off. Show it off, show it off, show it off. Show it off, show it off, show it off In my yellow dress Show it off, show it off, show it off Show it off, show it off, show it off I pick up a drink and I spin in my yellow dress Not too long ago.